Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everyone. Shep Hyken here on Amazing Business Radio on the C-Suite Network. I am so excited about today's guest. We're going to be talking to Kyle Christensen from Invoca. And uh, this isn't a, uh, our typical conversation. This guy is a super high-level exec at a great company that's doing amazing things in the world of customer service and experience. And it's going to be all about what happens on the phone, which made me think back to something I wrote about, an experience I had not that long ago when I called a major uh, manufacturer who has a major online presence who sells retail, and you can actually buy direct from them or go to uh, many different stores and, and buy their products. And I had a question, and I called up, and the first thing was I, I had a short recording and had to choose one, two, three, four, five, six, or seven. Uh, based on what I wanted. Well, I chose the correct number. And once I got the person on the phone, uh, she asked me for my customer ID number. And I said, I, I didn't have it. And then she said, what's your phone number? And I gave her my phone number. And then she said, well, this is your customer ID number. And I said, well, don't you have, I mean, I would think they'd have caller ID. Uh, did, did I asked, and she said, they do. And I said, well, did it come up a different number? And and she said, no, we just always like to confirm. I go, okay, I get it. I get it. So she said, I'm going to transfer you to the right person. She transferred me to the correct person who the first thing out of his mouth was, can you please tell me your customer number? And I thought, why do I have to share my customer number again? Which, by the way, had I not written it down, he would have had to have gone through the same format. So as soon as I uh, – or the same questions, what's your phone number, blah, blah, blah. And I just, I was just totally shocked that I had to do that, uh, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> twice. And it, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. But I, I contrast that with a great example of what I would consider really good customer service. And that was a, a service uh, through headsets.com. Uh, you know what they sell. They sell headsets, uh, you know, telephone headsets that you would wear if you were in a call center, if you wanted a hands-free headset. So uh, like, like I have in the office, I put my headset on and then I wander around the room when <laughs> I'm talking to people and I'm very animated, moving my arms and, and uh, a lot of energy there. Anyway, so I called up because I had a problem and uh, the rep who answered the phone, uh, welcomed me into the conversation, and then she said, uh, I can see by your phone number that you are with Shepherd Presentations in St. Louis, Missouri. Is this Mr. Hyken? I said, yes, it is. And she says, great. I have your account up on the screen. What can I help you with today? And I thought, wow, that was so easy compared to the experience that I just had uh, earlier with this other company. And I was, I was like, I, I applauded her, and I told her what my issue was, and she immediately took care of me. Uh, what she didn't do was ask for my customer number, my social security number, the name of my firstborn child, my grandmother's maiden name, the street I grew up on, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, maybe headsets.com is not dealing with sensitive information like a bank or an insurance company where they need to have layers of security questions, and I get that. But the point is, once you've given information to someone, uh, you shouldn't have to repeat that information 
during the same call. If I'm transferred to someone else, I shouldn't have to repeat that information. If you have the ability, the technology, and when we talked with, when we talk in a few minutes with Kyle Christensen, you'll see his company Invoca uh, has extremely high-level technology that'll make what I'm talking about here look like look like you know I'm not going to say amateur, but how, how about Skippy the Punk? <laughs> It'll look like Skippy the Punk. Uh, no, it'll look like this is just the very basics. This is like, you know, where it all starts. But I think it's reasonable that our customers should have a good experience, that they shouldn't have to repeat themselves, that they shouldn't have to, you know, if I'm transferred to someone else, start the story all over again. If it's done well, if it's managed correctly, a customer should always have a great experience on the phone. So with that in mind, we're going to take a really short break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking with Kyle Christensen, the Senior Vice President of Marketing over at Invoca. He'll tell you more about what that company is and what they do. And he'll give us all kinds of insights into how his company and his technology that he works with enhances the experience of customers on the phone. This is Shep Hyken on Amazing Business Radio on the C-Suite Network. Don't go away. If you like what you're hearing on Amazing Business Radio, and I know you do, then you can get much more of this information. All you have to do is go to my website, hyken.com. That's www.hyken.com. Fill out the subscribe to the Shepherd Letter form, and each week you will get an article that contains a business tip, stories, much more all about customer service and experience delivered straight to your inbox. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to always be amazing. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio on the C-Suite Network. I'm excited. As I told you earlier, we have Kyle Christensen uh, today, and he is the Senior Vice President of Marketing at Invoca, which is, and this is how he terms it, a call intelligence company. And we'll let you know more about what that is. But the gist of it is there's platforms for any type of marketing you have. There's email platforms, automated platforms, everything. But what his company specializes in is how to take advantage of that phone call that's coming in to a company. Uh, I'm very intrigued because he is a former executive at one of my favorite companies in the whole world, salesforce.com. And uh, he actually helped launch their service cloud, which, as you know, I'm all about service. So, uh, Kyle, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much. I'm excited to be here. Well, we've got a lot to talk about. The first thing I want you to do is give some clarity around what Invoca is. You got it. You, you nailed it uh, in the introduction. Invoca is a call intelligence company. So what does that mean? Well, basically, if you work as a marketer or you work in customer experience, chances are you've got amazing platforms out there to help you get an understanding of how people are interacting on your website or how people are interacting with your emails or your search terms, which is fantastic. The challenge is that oftentimes, particularly in an era when so much of those digital interactions are happening on a mobile device, the next step the customer takes after those interactions is to place a phone call. And if you're a customer experience person or a marketer, you kind of lose the thread. You can't connect the dots between 
that digital journey and the phone call and the voice interactions that happen on the other end, uh, which can obviously cause problems for revenue attribution, can cause problems for customer experience and a whole other host of issues. And so Invoca's job is to really bridge that gap and connect those dots. Right. And I, I can see how the customer experience, here I am, I'm looking on my mobile device, also known as a phone, which, by the way, is used far more for things other than a phone than the phone. But now you're saying people are actually going to use it as a phone. They're learning about something. And by the way, calling a company is as easy as you see their phone number and you touch it and, it, and the phone automatically dials. Now they're talking that, to a live person. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, I think we are all in touch with this idea that we're in this mobile era. And you hear a lot of companies talking about mobile first, mobile first, mobile first. And the challenge I think a lot of companies have is, is all they've done to go mobile first is they kind of take the same experiences that they that worked well on a desktop and they just try to shrink them down and said, got it, we're mobile. And that doesn't work for a lot of reasons. A great example would be the experience of becoming a new customer. What do you do on a, on a desktop? You probably type your credit card number in because you've got a keyboard in front of you. I don't know if you've ever done it. I personally never, you know, used my thumbs and bought up my wallet and tried to type my credit card in, you know, with 16 digits on my thumbs and fill out a 15 uh, form, uh, 15 field form to to get access. When alternatively, all I have to do is tap that call button and I'm talking to somebody and I can make that connection. And so, what's interesting is that as mobile has risen in popularity, the number of phone calls to businesses has actually skyrocketed. We're talking about the order of magnitude of over 160 billion phone calls by the year 2019. So it's, it's really exploding. Wow. That, that's okay. So my, my research shows something a little bit different, and that is that uh, the, the phone's going down. But here's the difference, I think. And, and we're going to delineate customer experience versus customer service. For customer service, People want to go out and get their own solutions. They want self-help. They want to go on a frequently asked question. They want to watch a video. They want to tweet something out and expect in a short period of time you're going to tweet something back. So they're going social. They're still looking for interaction, but they're looking to avoid the phone. However, in a sales situation, you're saying uh, push the button, dial the phone because that makes it easier. And I get that because somebody wants to buy something that's a little different than servicing something, somebody uh, at something. But I would encourage a company to say, hey, we want to talk to you. It's easier if you do. It's faster if you do. How do you communicate that? I think that's a really interesting point. So let's think about that for a second. What do you think the reasons are that people avoid phone calls? I think it's because historically, as companies, we've pushed them in those other directions, and we've made the phone experience a really painful one. You know, we haven't invested in the right processes and technologies to ensure that once you decide, hey, I have this really tricky problem, or I have you know, really complex question about a product I'm ready to buy, and I want to have that conversation, we make it a pain where we make it difficult to find the phone number. We make you sit on hold for, for 10 minutes before you talk to somebody. We make you navigate away through, your way through a phone tree which is, you know, the, the strategy behind that is cost-cutting. But if you think about what you're missing out on by pushing people away and pushing them to digital channels and how much you could learn from somebody in a live conversation, how much could you learn about what a customer's interests are, what their pain points are, if they're about ready to churn, if they're an opportunity that you might be, uh, you might have to upsell them on a different product or service. These are all things we could be learning in conversation and just historically – we haven't invested in that. We haven't had the technology to help us mine those conversations for those insights. And so I think that's the opportunity here is to start thinking about 
those conversations as this goldmine of information that we could use to deliver a better experience and to find opportunities to create more revenue. Right. I, I get it. I totally get it. So uh, are you familiar with Phonolo? I don't know those guys now. Okay, great guys. They basically have a, a, a technology that basically it's an on-hold technology. If you've got to put a customer on hold as they call in and they're waiting, uh, they'll tell you. And this is, I mean, it's nice when they say your uh, estimated call time or wait time is three minutes, 20 minutes, whatever. When you know that, you feel more comfortable about it. But they've created some technology, and I'm sure there's competitors out there that will actually say, hey, would you rather us call you back at this time? Or let's take it a step further. Would you rather call us call you back at any specific time beyond the, the, the old time or the wait time, uh, and you can set up an appointment for someone to call back? And I think that's a pretty cool technology because all of a sudden it shows, you know what, I get it. They're busy, and now they're going to call me back at a time that's convenient to me, or they're not going to make me wait. But I, I, I like what you're talking about. Go a step further. And how does a company, and if I, were, if I were wanting to separate myself and I wanted to use your technology and your idea, I would want my customers to know that not only do we encourage calls, we promise your hold time's minimal. We promise it's going to be painless. What do you say to a customer to make them feel that the experience is going to be better than what they've had in the past from other companies, not necessarily this company? Sure, sure. Let, let me give you a good example. I, first of all, that, that experience you just described is, is certainly a much better one than sitting on the, you know, listening to endless hold music forever. And I've, I've used that experience myself, and it's, it's definitely one up from that. But um, you can take it a step further. One of our customers is one of the largest satellite TV providers in the country, and they found they had an experience where people would – New customers would come to the website, they'd do a bunch of shopping, they'd try to decide exactly which TV package was right for them. They would load a TV package in the shopping cart, and I don't know when the last time you bought satellite TV or cable TV was, but it's, you know, it's, it's pretty complex. There's lots of different offerings, there's lots of different right. upsells they try to get you with, and so you load something in the shopping cart, and suddenly you're met with this array of different choices. And what happens is people get a little confused and they go, ah, this is kind of expensive. Before I make the wrong decision, I want to talk to somebody. And there's a little phone number there you can call. So what used to happen prior to Invocus Technologies, they would call that number and they would have that hold experience. And you can guess what they would do. They would drop off, right? They would say, I'm sick of this. I'm too busy. I've got an appointment come up, hang up. So you've lost a sale and you've delivered a, a bad taste in the mouth of the customer for your, your brand and how you're going to treat them as a customer. Well, with the technology, a call intelligence platform, what you can do is you can connect the dots and you can know at the time of the phone call, hey, here's a person who has been spending you know, 10 minutes on the website. They have an active shopping cart fully loaded with a product at the time of that call. We should probably treat that person a little bit differently than we would somebody else. And so what they do is they automatically route that person directly to the first available agent. So it's not just saying, we'll call you back in an hour. It's saying, you're probably the most important person we could be talking to right now. We're going to get you in touch with someone right away. And what they found was that in doing that and sending people through that personalized experience, I was kind of blown away when I heard this number. The conversion rates for people who go through that path are 100 times greater than people oh. who go through the phone tree. So yeah. I, I want to yeah, make sure crazy. I understand. This is, this is amazing, and it, it's, it's great. I'm online. I'm going through this experience. I'm struggling. I want to talk to somebody. I make the phone call. How does the person or how does the system on the other end know it's me, know that I'm the important person that is about ready to abandon what's in my shopping cart? 
it's that's the bridge between digital and voice. And you know, the, the, basically, the way the technology works is when you're filling out that shopping cart, um, there's lots of data available on that website, whether it's through cookies or through JavaScript or you're logged in. There's lots of different ways of figuring out. And through a platform like Invoca, what you can do is when that phone call gets placed, you're basically sending all that information you can capture in the browser along with the phone call. And then you can use other systems in the back to basically write rules and workflows to, to make sure the person gets routed the right way. Love it. Love it. All right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about how you can enhance the customer experience with the people who are calling in to talk to you. Powerful stuff. We've been talking with Kyle Christensen, the Senior Vice President of Marketing in Invoca. You are listening to Amazing Business Radio on the C-Suite Network. We'll be right back. If customer service is the new marketing and content marketing is one of the hottest marketing trends, then it makes sense that your customer service and experience strategy would include a content marketing strategy. Delivering relevant content, not blatant promotional content, is part of the value that you can bring to your customers. You can become an influential voice in your industry, which creates more leads, loyalty, and brand recognition. And that's where PowerPost comes in. This solution will help you be more organized and efficient in the way you publish and post content to social channels, websites, blogs, email, and more. And the team at PowerPost can provide consultation and services to help your brand evolve into a modern-day marketer. Turn your company into a publishing machine that adds value to your customer's experience. Learn more at www.powerpost.com. Digital. That's www.powerpost.digital. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back talking with Kyle Christensen of Invoca. And, you know, Kyle, earlier you mentioned that the phone calls in your eyes are going up. The data that you say that you have supports it. Uh, I mentioned that I my data says it's going down the other direction. I think the difference is the difference is you know we're talking customer service issues versus you know I'm calling in. However, it all goes toward the customer experience, and uh, that's right. Yeah. So share with me some of those data points that that to make your case. Sure, you got it. So we we hear the same thing often, and I think um, one of the one of the issues at hand is that we're we're confusing. Overall communication with, with communication specifically to business is one. And then I think you also delineated another one, which is a, a sales versus a service experience. But, but we conducted a survey, our own survey uh, last year and just asked people in general, which is your preferred method of contact when you're using a mobile device for, for talking to a company? And what we found generally across the population that people are about three times more likely to have used their phone in the past month to talk to a business than they have been to use their phone to fill out a form, for example. So uh, that's, that's the broad population. And then the next question we get is, well, what about millennials, right? Just to your point, they're like, of course, millennials are not calling anybody. So instead what they're doing is they're tweeting or they're Instagramming or they're Facebooking or whatever. And so we said, you know, well, millennials, what have you done in the past month? And it turned out the data was almost the same. It was that 66% of millennials contact a business by voice, like phone call in the past month versus only 22% who have used social media to contact a business. So, you know, despite the fact that we are seeing dramatic uh, increases in the usage of these social media platforms, phone is not going anywhere. Phone is still going to be a critical part of the experience. And I don't think it's really one versus the other. I think the way to think about it is how do we connect the two? How do we make sure that we have an understanding 
of what's happening in a social channel and are using that data to influence how we treat that person on the phone and kind of combine the things. Great. Well, our friends over at Phonolo, uh, Shai Berger, he's going to be very, very happy to hear this uh, stat from you. <laughs> because I sat on a, on a call with him one day. I think we were doing some type of a webinar. And I said, you know, I'm going to take the other side of it. I mean, I think the phone is never going to completely go away because I, I think that there's going to be technical issues. And again, I'm, I'm dealing mostly with customer support, but I get it. Uh, I don't know if I want to fill out a form uh, and put my social security number in, my credit card. I think you mentioned earlier putting a credit card number in uh, is, is a tedious task. I would think, hey, let's make it easy. Hold your phone camera over the credit card. Boom, it's done. Uh, that's one mm-hmm. way of, of possibly, you know, making that online experience, you know, digital on a phone a little bit easier. But, hey, pick up the phone. You're getting ready to give us some sensitive information. Uh, so why don't we just talk it through and make sure you're comfortable, make sure you're getting what you want. Um, I love that. All right. So um, another uh, stat, in fact, and you kind of mentioned it already, but, you know, the appreciation of using the phone uh, is is dramatically going up. It's here's how we think about it with respect to phone versus other channels. Mm-hmm. There's something sort of inherently emotional or something inherently human about having a conversation with another human. And I think if you kind of think back to your own experiences, you've, you, you've probably had one of two reactions when you have a phone experience. Reaction one is you spend a bunch of time online doing some research. You, you pick up the phone, you try to have a conversation with somebody in the call center they have no idea who you are. You have to repeat everything you've already done. You sit on hold forever. It's just really emotionally frustrating, and you, you feel like you want to you know, throw your phone against the wall. You're, it's just a terrible, terrible customer experience, and it's, it's an emotional reaction that's probably different from what you would have if you received an email with the wrong subject line, for example. There's just something sort of visceral about it, and the data that we have actually backs that up. What we found is that people who have a bad voice experience – uh, are 74% more likely to choose another business the next time they shop for that product or service. That's huge. And they're 70%, Repeat that again. Yeah, it's huge. 74% of people are likely to choose another business the next time when they have a bad phone experience. And it's not just them. It gets worse. It's 70% are likely to then share and complain to their friends and family about that experience. So now that you know negative experience ripples out across their, their social graph. And the, now, and the phone the experience side, you're referring to is not because – of the person who gave them bad customer service. It's the system that, uh, that prevented them from, you know, it's like I, I get upset with an agent because they're being apathetic or, or not showing any empathy toward me. They're not being, you know, I, I keep asking for a supervisor. They keep telling me, no, I'm the person they have to talk to. That frustrates me. But if the system prevents them uh, from giving good service by asking me to repeat my, you know, uh, phone number or customer number again and again, every time I get transferred, you know, I have to say the same thing. I mean, that would drive me crazy. So is it the it's, system or is it the person who's just lousy at service? That's a, that's a great question. Uh, you know, I, I think it's, it's probably easy to blame the poor person on the other end of the phone that you end up talking to. But if you really think about it, uh, if, if that person were armed with the right tools and the right information to have a better conversation, of course they're going to do that, right? Nobody wants to have a, a frustrated customer on the phone and to not be able to help them. So I think we've just hamstrung the poor customer service agents or the poor sales agents by not connecting the dots between what we know digitally that that customer has already been doing with what happens on the phone. And, and that's the customer experience challenge we have. Right. One of my clients is is nice. There was an Israeli company over 
and they are involved sure. in the you know call center and 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 that that industry they have a really cool technology that recognizes voice it voice prints you and what's really cool is it voice prints you and you don't even know you're being voice printed uh but once you are talking to the agent or the rep on the phone uh the rep will say hey if we voice print you uh we'll be able to identify you by your voice and a couple of quick little questions the next time you call would you be willing to do that now they've already didn't realize it they've already filled out the application for the voice print as they were they were talking it was it was doing its thing and once they've been given permission uh the company's been given permission to voice print uh, well then they just make that application active so the next time the customer comes in and literally as soon as they say 10 12 words um it's it's and the and here's what's cool there's no false positives only false negatives, which means mm. nobody's going to be able to fake your voice. There's too many right. uh, nuances in a voice print. But what will happen is if you have a cold that day or there's a lot of noise around you, it may not pick it up and it may be, you, you may be forced to give a little bit more information or go through a more traditional method. But, I mean, it's a pretty cool concept. And as I watched clever, it, yeah. yeah, I watched it in action. I mean, it's like, wow, uh, companies uh, are using it, and, and the records are popping up on the screen before the, the customer even has a chance to say, hi, this is what I'm calling about. Uh, the, the agent knows and knows the history, and I think that's another important piece of it. We, we have to make sure we know the history. I mean, I, I get it. If, if, if I'm filling out an application online and I've had to create an account to log in to do this, and I get stuck, if I call at that point in time, even though I haven't officially submitted my application, the fact that I've now logged in and made an account ought to make it easy for the agent to be able to say right away, hey, I can see where you are. Let me help you. Yeah, I I think connecting the dots is is super important, and you hit on a great sort of customer service, customer experience example. The other example to consider if there are any you know, salespeople or marketers on the phone who are focused on the initial revenue side is how can you do the same thing for people who you may not have a record of? So how can you somehow figure out that the person, you know, before you even do the voice print, right? Uh, where was that person coming from? Which campaign did you invest in to drive that phone call initially before you even get the person's name and can you connect those dots? And, and so it's, it's all in the same spirit of just connecting voice and what happens on the phone with what happens digitally. Uh, and I think, you know, with tools like this, customer experience professionals are all going to be better off. All right. Let's talk about uh, artificial intelligence. This is a big topic as it applies to uh, phone and support and call centers. Uh, what's your take on that? How is it? How, what's your feeling in the industry? I think artificial intelligence is going to unlock an incredible amount of data that's really never been available before, particularly as it relates to voice. So just uh, a few months ago, we announced a pretty deep integration with IBM Watson, who, as everybody knows, you know, started as the, the machine that, that uh, won on Jeopardy, but they're, they're taking it mainstream this year. And if you think about what you could learn from a customer interaction uh, from a website, for example, there's lots of tools out there that can measure uh, this person spent, you know, 37 seconds on this page, and then they click that link and went to this other page. So that technology has been available for a while. It just it hasn't been possible to apply that same kind of analysis to a voice conversation at scale, just because it's so nuanced. You know, detecting sarcasm, detecting the order of words that are spoken, uh, processing natural language, and deriving meaning for uh, from that. Uh, has been has been impossible up until today. So you're starting to get machine learning, artificial intelligence that can 
decipher the real meaning behind conversations and do it in a scalable way that allows you to, number one, automatically take action for that customer, whether on the call or after the call, sending them the right follow-up or the right you know, service communication or, or uh, marketing communication, but also to derive general insights. What are the themes that we're hearing from our customers when they're calling in and talking to us, whether that be interest in products or services or whether that be issues they might be experiencing that you might not be aware of. Uh, you know, it's just a, this treasure trove of data that, that I think is going to deliver better revenue and overall better experience if we can just tap into it. And, and machine learning and artificial intelligence is really a key to that. Right. And people shouldn't be afraid of it. I mean, it's out there. And, and you just mentioned some of the benefits because a company, if they're hearing the themes ha- happening over and over again, uh, actually, a lot of times because agents aren't, you know, as um, adept at getting this type of information to the people who need to get it, uh, what happens is this this computer, this machine can say, hey, we're hearing at least twice a day with every agent this particular theme. It doesn't appear to be like uh, a popular theme throughout the day for the single agent, but it's obviously popular as you start to accumulate. I mean, the things that you can learn, here's a theme, here's a trend, here's something that's obviously disappointing and upsetting a customer, here's something that will make it better. Uh, I've, I'm, I've been very involved with IBM and Watson over the past few years, and uh, I, I assume you went to the world of Watson? Uh, our CEO spoke on stage at World of Watson, actually. Well, then I probably saw... Uh, him because I was gosh I went I went to all the general sessions and um, anyway phenomenal program and one of the things yeah. that Jenny uh, Romney who's their CEO said is that artificial intelligence people are worried that it's going to you're going to call up one day and you're not going to talk to a human you're going to be talking to Hal from 2001 <laughs> Space Odyssey <laughs> and and you know maybe one day that's going to happen but I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon I don't think customers are going to be willing to put go, go through. Um, that today, but what they are going to experience is is not artificial intelligence the way they think of it. It's actually, and she said, think of it as instead of AIIA, the intelligent assistant who is assisting mm-hmm. the call center rep by giving that rep the information that they need to know about not only this customer, but because of this customer asking this question a certain way, it knows because of all the other thousands of customers that have the same problem, this is the answer. And you might want to tell them this because that's the next problem they're going to call about most likely. You know, it's, it's amazing what it will spot. It's, it's predictive in a sense. Yeah, very much so. I think you hit the nail on the head. I don't see this technology replacing the need for people to connect with other people. It's just simply a matter of equipping the, the agents, as we talked about, who are handicapped today with the tools they have, um, giving them much better insight and capabilities to be able to help the person who is calling in. So it's, it's not removing the person at all. It's just, it's, it's just you know, enhancing what's possible. Right. And think of it from a customer service perspective. I call in, I talk to an agent, the agent's typing in information and, and flipping through screens and looking for uh, the screen that's going to give me the right information. Meanwhile, using artificial intelligence, uh, the machine's interpreting my voice versus the agent having to type a bunch of things in, and it delivers to the agent the screen without the agent ever having to touch the keyboard. I mean, that's what we're looking at, if not today, in the very, very near future. Yeah, I agree. So, all right, we have time for one more question. I call it the one thing question, and that is, 
What's the one thing you'd love to reinforce based on what you've already talked about? Or is there something else that you absolutely want this audience to know and remember when we're finished with the show? This is an easy one. Uh, One thing, whether you work in customer experience, marketing, sales, to understand is that phone calls today are an inherent part of that digital customer experience and that it's essential if you're talking about revenue or customer experience to be able to connect those dots. So think digital phone is now part of the digital conversation. You got to bridge that gap. Awesome. Well said. You've been listening to Kyle Christensen, the senior vice president of marketing for Invoca and uh, I N V O C A. Is it Invoca.com? That's it. All right. You want to learn more about them? You know where to go, Invoca.com. Kyle, thanks so much for being on the show. This is why we call it Amazing Business Radio. Lots of great insights. Everybody, thank you very much for listening. We are now on the C-Suite Network. We hope you enjoy our show as well as all the other partners on the C-Suite Network. This is Shep Hyken reminding you to always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.